TEDxUCSB will be hosting its annual speaker conference this Sunday, April 3rd from 1 to 4 p.m. in Campbell Hall. TEDx gives UCSB students an opportunity to watch talks from speakers around the world. This year on topics including talking to children about bias and racism in education. UCSB student speaker Roni Manor will be giving a talk on fat phobia and food shaming. I sat down with Roni, a third-year economics major, to discuss her upcoming talk and experience as a TED speaker. I began by asking her for an overview of TEDx UCSB and how she first got involved. So TEDx UCSB is part of the International TEDx Movement, which is a subsection of TED and TED Talks. Um, most of us have probably seen one, but if you haven't, there are these really amazing like 15-minute talks on almost every subject that the main tagline is ideas worth spreading. And it's exactly that. It's bringing forth new ideas and fresh new concepts that you may or may not have heard of and just starting important conversations that people want to have. And TEDx allows smaller communities and independent communities to bring TED to the stage near you. And your talk this year will be focusing on fat phobia and how our view of food impacts our lives. Can you tell me more about this topic and how you first got interested? So uh, this, this talk is um, really important to me and it was very, very personal and it took me a while to get comfortable talking about this because I realized growing up, um, I've always been kind of, you can't see me, but I've always been kind of an overweight girl pretty much my entire life. And that came with a lot of interesting dialogue that wasn't really talked about when I was growing up, not to my face. And when if it was, it was very, very specific. And I always growing up, analyzed that and definitely took it to heart in terms of, you know, how people would shy away from talking about my body or weren't comfortable talking about what I look like at all. And getting to college, I definitely, and, and being on social media, you definitely see how fat bodies aren't talked about. And if they are talked about, it's either condescending or it's making fun of it, or it's blatant health lies that people will spread just to kind of be mean. And I want to change that. In terms of eating disorders, uh, both, you know, on our campus and nationwide, what stigmas or misconceptions do you think people generally associate with them? Specific to my talk, I definitely see one, we see that um, the look of fat people can't have issues with food. And specifically under the concept that fat people can't have issues with food because they can't stop eating, where one of these topics absolutely does not connect with the other. And it's blatant lies. And also that the fat phobic epidemic stems from health concerns, which is we just want to help you not be fat anymore. Well, that's not really true. Um, and with eating disorders, we really see things like food shaming. And we really have started to place a moral ideology on what food is. We're starting to label foods as good or bad when in reality, a food is a food. It is something to put in our bodies and to nourish our bodies. And that's definitely what my talk is about. Does your talk at all touch on the relationship between fat phobia and the body positivity movement? Absolutely. Absolutely. It does. I, I also, um, not to give too much away about it, but I take seconds to touch on, especially what it looks like in media and film and think, and, um, and all forms of social media. We see celebrities like Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, um, talk about their experiences with fat phobia. And then I also touch on things like shows and how, you know, even as kids, we see characters like fat Monica, um, 
And we watch these things as really, really young kids. And we learn from a really young age that the best thing a fat person can do for themselves is lose weight, which is blatantly not true. And shifting a little bit to the experience of being a speaker at the TED Talk event, um, this is your third time speaking. What have you learned during the process of preparing for your talk? How does it differ from previous years? And what major takeaways have you gotten? So this concept always makes me laugh so much because when I tell people that I'll be a speaker at TED or that I have been a speaker at TED, et cetera, et cetera, you know, this is my third time going around doing this. And every time I talk to someone new about it, <clears throat> my first reaction, their first reaction to me always, always, always is, wow, I'd love to give a TED talk. And I, my initial response, having done it, you know, multiple times is like, great do it. <laughs> like, what's stopping you? What do you want to talk about? And I ask them, what are you passionate about? What do you want to say? And they never have a response for me. They never do. They always say, I don't know. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the point um, is having something to say. And I, I realized, cause I, I gave my first talk at 14, which is such a young age to have something to say. And most people have no idea who they are at that point. And I realized that one of the important things was really taking the message of ideas worth sharing is that what do I have to say to the world? What do I see is a conversation that's lacking? And that was something that I took with me through all of my talks. My first one was about bullying and about how we're essentially ignoring survivors and pushing their stories away. Next was social media. And I, I was just seeing all this crippling pain that came from social media. And now with fat phobia, I was really sick and tired of seeing that this was a conversation people weren't having. And I was really excited to talk about it. So I'd say, if you have an idea, if you see something that's wrong in the world and you think there needs to be a topic or a conversation about it, that's what a TED Talk is. And what advice, if any, do you have for students looking to break into TED Talks or just public, public speaking in general? Well, I, I definitely say if, you're, if you have an idea and you think that it's important to have a conversation about, it probably is. Ultimately, there's an endless string of possibilities for things to talk about. And the best way to get out there and see what you can do, I'd say starting basic, 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 film yourself talking for about 15 to 20 minutes. I would practice this driving in my car. Um, I'm from the Bay Area, so it's a five hour drive from me to SB. And I would open a voice note on my phone and just let myself talk for a while and kind of hear what comes out. And you'd be surprised at how many times you have an opinion about something that's ready to be shared. And once you get comfortable talking out loud, apply. I always tell my friends, if you want to talk, apply. You never know. You never know. I was 14 when I got my first talk. I had no experience. There was no reason for them to give me a TED talk at 14. And they did because they took a chance on me and they'll take a chance on you too. And as we wrap up here, uh, where can listeners find more information about your talk and TED Talk UCSB in general? So to find information about my talk specifically, I'll be sharing everything about me on my Instagram, which is at Roni JNHM. And then for the any information about the TED conference, including tickets, locations, times, and information about the speakers, aside from me, you can go to the TEDx UCSB Instagram page and the link for tickets will be in the bio. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Roni, for joining us today on KCSB News. Thank you, Ashley. That was Roni Manor, a student speaker at this year's upcoming UCSB TEDx conference on Sunday, April 3rd in Campbell Hall. For more information about TEDx UCSB, head to eventbrite.com slash TEDx UCSB 2022 speaker conference tickets.
With KCSB News, I'm Ashley Rush.